Coming at you from the Lone Star State, a pop culture podcast about movies, TV, toys, and other dorky things with a twist of real life dad stuff too. So here he is, Lucky the Dork Dad. This is the Dork Dad Podcast. What up, dorks? How's everybody doing today? Now this is Lucky the Dork Dad coming at you with episode number 13. That's Lucky number 13. So yeah, that's right. I'm coming at you one week later. Trying to do a weekly thing instead of the two weeks or longer, which I've been doing. So what are we getting into this week? We got some dork news, of course. We got Super Bowl stuff. We got some father-son time. And I'll get into a little bit of some toy talk and get some to some listener feedback. So let's get going with some dork news. Dork news. So I just want to start off and say I can't wait for this weekend. Walking Dead comes back. I'm so pumped for the for the return. Been having a lot of commercials, a lot of promos for the for the whispers coming up. So I can't wait to see what they have in store for us uh, moving forward with the Walking Dead. So definitely check in on the next episode um, to find out what's going on. Okay, let's see. Batman has been announced for a 2021 release. Um, and it's looking like Affleck is out indefinitely now. Officially, whatever you want to say, Batfleck is out. Um, they're looking for someone younger. They want to tell a more darker story, more about his early years. Now there's been uh, there's been some images coming out here recently, purely fan art of uh, Robert Robert Pattinson from the Twilight movies, you know whatever. But supposedly he is rumored to be in talks to play the Bat. Uh, I'm really not a fan of his, but to be honest, looking at these images, you just googled his Robert Pattinson Batman images. They look a little dope, and, you know, I could picture it. I could see him as a true detective, like a noir type uh, type of role for the Bat, which really, in essence, is the real Bat. Bruce Wayne is supposed to be smart, you know. That is, that is his superpower, if you will. So, yeah, definitely not a fan of the Twilight movies. But I could really see this dude um, do this do this role justice if that's the way they want to go. Let's see. Another one of the actors that is supposedly in the running is Army Hammer. His real name, I believe, is Armand Hammer. So you can only guess by why he goes by Arnie. Army. People be calling him Armand Hammer. But uh, yeah, I think I would have changed. I would think I would have changed my name a little bit more than that. But you know, if you don't know who this Army Hammer is, he came out um, as a freaking uh, Lone Ranger back in. Um, it was a few years ago. Was it like 2015 with Johnny Depp as Tonto? I didn't see that movie. Because I don't like Johnny Depp lately. So, I don't know. 
see this dude also came out in the social network back in the day um, and a bunch of other stuff that I never seen so that's another choice and then you got this fool Nick Jonas saying uh hey I'll do it look at me I'll I'll, I'll be the bat you know just because Jumanji was was a hit uh, this guy thinks he can act now and speaking of Jumanji you guys know there is a another sequel in the works which is supposed to be featuring uh, the younger cast from the, the most recent movie so that should be interesting how that's gonna go but Nick Jonas I think you should just stick to your music or go do another uh, musical for the Disney Channel Camp Rock or, or whatever you did so no bat for Jonas so what's next for DC? Just some some dates uh, to throw out at you. Shazam coming out this year in April. Of course, I'm pumped about that one. I think that's going to be the game changer. Joker coming out in August. You got the Birds of Prey movie was supposed to come out February of 2020. Wonder Woman in June of 2020. And this, I don't know what this is. I saw this. It says DC Super Pets coming out in April of 21. What the hell is that? Is it going to be uh, Secret Life of Pets? But they're superheroes? I don't know. I got to look into that more. But then you have uh, Batman coming out June 2021. And of course, Suicide Squad under James Gunn. Not Suicide, not Suicide Squad 2, just Suicide Squad with the new story, new cast. That should be a treat. And speaking of James Gunn, it's also been announced that Taki Watiti, director of Ragnarok, says he is not going to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think um, Watiti and just everybody in that cast... Everybody that's worked on those movies has such a respect for James Gunn. He said, that is not my movie. It has his name all over it. He goes on to say, it would be like going into someone else's house and saying, hey, I'm your new dad. So, uh, mad props to Watiti for for not just taking it over and, and calling it his own. Uh, he respects the property that much to say, no, this was, this was Gunn's baby. This is his. He should be the one to do it. And if he's not here, then there shouldn't be a part three. Let's see. What else with Disney? Um, did y'all like Zootopia? Of course you did. Zootopia is fucking awesome. And if you didn't like Zootopia, you're crazy. It's a great freaking movie. So great that it has been suggested that there's a sequel in the works. So... This, this news came out. It's not an official announcement from Disney, but sort of a oops by one of the Zootopia actors that was at a recent event. Um, goes on to say that uh, this actor is working on another Zootopia movie and that there's supposed to be three movies. So... Again, this is not official. We can't really confirm that there will be three of them. But this guy did say he is currently working on the second. 
So, so now that the cat is out of the bag, I'm sure we'll hear something from Disney soon about a Zootopia sequel, which I'm excited about because Zootopia is awesome. All right, now for some crazy news. Y'all remember Chris Tucker, right? Chris Tucker, Friday, Smoke Dog. Remember Smokey? So Chris Tucker is saying Rush Hour 4, number 4, is starting to come together. Now it's been rumored that this movie was supposed to start up back in 2017 and then kind of fizzled out. Me personally, this movie should stay gone. We don't need this. I mean, Jackie Chan, what is like 80 now? I mean, that dude's old, right? And he also said, if if I'm not mistaken, that Jackie Chan said he didn't really like the Rush Hour movies. He thinks that his other movies are a lot better than Rush Hour. That his other movies are funnier, there's better action, everything. And I would have to agree with my man Jackie Chan. I think, I think this whole thing is just Chris Tucker getting a little anxious. He hasn't done nothing in a while, and he probably needs some cash. But you know what? I say, fuck him. It's your own fault. You know, after Friday came out, he thought it was the shit. He thought it was the next big thing and was asking for too much money. And these fools that made the Rush Hour movies the only one that were giving them money. And don't get me wrong, the movies were okay, but there was one, two, three. Do we need a fourth movie? I mean, how how much longer can they play this this whole thing with him and Jackie Chan? I mean, come on. So me, I say, after the third movie, this this story just just let it die. You know, I mean. What else has this guy done besides Rush Hour? Nothing. That's why he wants to do it again. I mean, what else did he play? He played some stupid radio DJ guy, right? In the Fifth Element. And... I think that's it. I think he should bite the bullet and give us the movie that everybody wants, right? Another Friday movie. The Last Friday with Ice Cube. I love Mike Epps, don't get me wrong. Hell, me and the wifey went to go see Mike Epps uh, at a stand-up show a couple years ago here in uh, San Antonio at the Laugh, at La- Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. Um, but to see all these, uh, to see these three together in one movie, that's going to be fire, you know? Come on, Chris. You'll need to figure it out, work it out, whatever problems y'all got and make that shit happen i think the people in that are in charge need to go out and do some more polling on the general population if you know what i mean you know especially with the way social media is the way it is now you know they could do like netflix did right um netflix created their own hype for the bird box or at least that's what people are saying i think they could do something like that they could just throw some some stuff out there anonymously, right? Throw out posts talking about potential movies uh, or sequels and just see how how the people react, you know. Then you would know right away if this is a bad idea or 
this is fire you know so i don't think we need any more you know chris do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth nobody wants a rush hour four okay enough of that let's get into it the super bowl dun 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 so my team was not in the Super Bowl, so I did not really care about this game, especially with the goddamn Patriots there again. Tom Brady just needs to go away, go away. I don't want to get into any fights or anything, but people, I'm telling you, he is not the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. All right, that's all I'm going to say about that. He's not the GOAT. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm a Bears fan. And no, I'm not a bandwagoner that just rose up this year because they started doing good this year. No, I've always been a Bear fan. Ever since I was a young buck, the 85 team, that that's what got me into football. You know, that's the baddest team ever, hands down. No need for any other discussion. Those is facts. 85 Bears, number one. Yeah, but this game was not really important. It's all about the commercials, right? Let me see them damn commercials. Overall, it was a pretty lame Super Bowl. The Rams suck, in my opinion. They shouldn't have been there. Um, my Bears should have been there, but I don't want to get into that. I don't want to talk about no more kickers. That dude's got enough praise already for missing the damn field goal. But... um. What else? The halftime show was sorry. I mean, got Adam Devine wearing people's curtains. I mean, it's like that stuff was being posted up as soon as it happened. People were watching the damn Super Bowl, watching the halftime show, looking at their couches and looking at their their windows and saying, this dude is wearing my curtains, my pillows. What the hell? So that's retarded. And as much as I was looking forward to the commercials this year, they, they were just like the Pepsi commercial. They were okay or okay or whatever the hell she says. They were just okay this year. The best commercial though had to be the one um, that was with the, the 100 years of the NFL. Which it seemed like it had 100 different NFL players in it. Uh, if you haven't seen that one, go check it out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the Amazon one was aight. I mean, with the dog ordering the food with Alexa, you know, it had Harrison Ford, right? So, let's see what else. I got uh, I got excited for the Twilight Zone with Jordan Peele out there. But, I guess it, it went by me. I didn't realize this was going to be on the, the CBS All Access. So, I'm not paying for that. So, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to have to fire stick that one once it, once it drops. Uh, another surprise, I didn't know that was coming out, a movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, based on the old school books. I mean, I remember these books. They were, uh, had a black and white cover, kind of scary looking. I don't remember reading them, but I, I remember them. I remember I didn't like to read, but and I don't like to read now, but uh, it looks pretty cool. Um, looking forward to that. And, of course, the Endgame trailer, right? There was a lot of stuff going on in this trailer. Um, 
And it has been said, anything we see from this point until the movie comes out is going to be stuff from the first 15 minutes of the movie. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on there. But how much of it is real and how much of it is just them faking us out like they did with Infinity War. You know, with the whole gang running through Wakanda and stuff. So, I'm really not that excited. Um, It was cool that we got another trailer. But, like I said before, I'm ready for Infinity, everything to be over. I want to see something new. I want to see new characters, new stories. I'm done with these people already. Okay, moving on. Dad stuff. Uh, I've noticed, or I think that uh, I really talk a lot more about my daughter on the show. um, More so than my boys. And I think it's probably because she's the only girl and because she's just in a lot more stuff. She's the most dramatic out of the whole bunch. Um, And my boys are pretty chill. My youngest... My youngest, though, he is the clown of the family. Um, we're still trying to figure out what he's going to get into. Uh, just like my oldest, he's not really into football, which that's okay. I'm bummed out about because I played football. They don't like football. That's okay. I'm not going to force him. But uh, he does okay in baseball. He, he likes playing baseball. So we're getting ready uh, for tryouts this coming weekend. Uh they postponed it for two weeks already, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, they're saying the weather, but it hasn't been that bad. I think they're trying to get more kids to join. Um, I'm hearing they're not, they don't have as big of a turnout as they did last year and the previous years, which is pretty unfortunate. Because uh, I, I think it was the report a while back, maybe last year, that Overall, kids' participation in in team sports has been on the decline. And even more recently, I want to say I saw on the news maybe this past week that kids are trying to rally uh, and wanting to do away with PE in school, which is, that's bonkers to me. Uh, To me, that, that gets me scared for these future generations. I mean, they're getting lazier and lazier. I mean, you don't have to work for anything anymore. Everything comes so easy. You literally have the world in the palm of your hand nowadays. You know, anything you want to know, it's right there. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. You don't even have to type anything. Just Siri, Alexa, tell me tell me whatever I want to know. And there it is. You know, but we really, us personally, we try to keep our kids busy doing something you know if it's not sports um they have to do something if it's not physical i mean they gotta use their mind or do something i don't want them just glued to the tv the phone or tablet it's like when i was watching the super bowl trying to tell the rams do something do something please get up okay that was my little psa Public service announcement, my little dad moment. So, let's see. So, again, my daughter, soccer and dance right now. Youngest in baseball. Uh, my son is in, in the marching band at the high school. Plays a trombone. And I said, like I said in the last episode, 
he's really getting into uh, guitar playing. Um, he's starting to take lessons weekly. He's really been getting into music more, which I'm super excited for. You know, especially now that he's getting older. You know, he's really starting to appreciate music. Starting to like uh, the music that I used, used to listen to back in the day. You know, he's he's in the Chili Peppers, Green Day, Weezer, Foo Fighters, Metallica. He's been listening to a lot of rock. You know, we all like... Everybody likes pop music. You know, we're all into pop music. Um, and a little bit of country. You know, I'm not too much into the current country, but you give me some, some 80s Randy Travis or George Strait, uh, who, which if you didn't know, George Strait lives here in San Antonio. But yeah, we, we like all kinds of music. Uh, but I'm just super stoked I can start taking my boy to concerts now and, and he'll actually uh, enjoy them and appreciate the music. Um, like I said, I, I listen to everything. Uh, you know, I get into moods or or trends. I don't know what to say. Uh, or I'll listen to like a certain type of music for a bit. And then if my mood changes or whatever, I'll, I'll just start listening to something else. And that's the way I've always been. Um, with more than one thing in my life. But uh, one CD I used to wear out back in the day was uh, Real Big Fish. I think the album was called turn off the radio or turn up the radio or something like that but if you don't know who real big fish real big fish is they were a, a ska band popular uh in the late 90s um crazy guys uh, ska bands are cool because you got like all the instruments playing you got the trumpets trombones saxophones guitar i mean it's they're they're crazy well i had found out that a uh, real big fish was gonna do a show here, and I never got to see him uh, back in the day. And I was like, man, I told my son, I was like, hey, you want to go see real big fish? And he was like, hell yeah, let's go. So I picked up a couple tickets. My wife wanted to go too, but uh, this was on a on a Tuesday uh, during this during the week, and I don't. I don't want to keep my my younger kids uh, out too late. My oldest, you know, he's he's fine. He'll he'll be all right. So it ended up just being uh, me and my son going to check out the show. You know, me and my baby boy. So the concert was downtown San Antonio at the Aztec Theater. And again, if you guys ever get a chance to visit San Antonio and you get a chance to go to the Aztec Theater for any reason concerts whatever they always have a lot of stuff going on it is a cool cool theater the inside like just makes you feel like you know like oh aztec stuff it's 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 a it's a piece of art on the inside of that place i think it was a couple years ago me and my wife went to go see a show there uh went to go see uh cristela alonso uh she used to have a show on abc uh it was just called Cristela. It was a good show. We, uh, the whole family liked that one. It had Fluffy in it, um, Gabriel Iglesias. But yeah, for whatever reason, it only lasted one season, and that sucks because it was a good show. Yeah, when we saw her here, she was actually doing um, filming her her special that's on uh, Netflix. So that was cool to be part of that. So yeah, Aztec uh, Theater. 
very cool place. I just hate I just hate going downtown. Me personally, whenever we go downtown, I tell my wife to drive because I hate I hate driving downtown. Um, so we get there. Um, we check the place out. Uh, my son picks up a shirt. I grab a beer. We try to go find a spot. Uh, it was all general admission, so that's cool. I like that. Um, it's not a very big place either, so no matter where you're standing or, or where you're at, uh, you you have excellent excellent uh, view of the stage. So so we managed to to grab a spot right in front of the stage. I mean, not like not right in front, but like uh, in the center. I guess you could say we had we had a good view of the stage. So yeah, we we're there a little early, you know. Uh, we're there just looking around, and I don't know if my son noticed it at first, but I did. You know, I'm scoping out the place. I look at my son. I look at the crowd. I look at my son. And I'm like, shit. I was like, there are a lot of old folks in here. <laughs> and then I think to myself, shit. Is that what I look like? Some old dude, I mean, a younger, older dude at a concert trying to act cool. I looked at my son and I said, hey, there's a lot of old people here. And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders like, so, you know. And then it starts getting closer uh, to the start and, and we start seeing the younger crowd forming. Uh, my son sees someone he knows from school. So then I thought to myself, you know what? I don't give a fuck. You know, all these people came here to have a good time and listen to some fucking ska music. As it got even closer, the place was really filling up. You know, it was a mixed bag of folks, right? And there was no drama, you know. We got white folks. We got black folks. Latinos, young, old men, women, and a few I don't knows were out there too. And at the same time, it was fucking beautiful, you know. It just goes to show you that Good music brings good people together. Um, it was beautiful, you know. The concert starts, everyone's singing, everyone's dancing, jumping around, acting like fools. Um, there was a little pit going down, and even though there was a pit, you know, people were really going at it, but, you know, someone get knocked down, they pick them up, pat them on the back, make sure you're all right. I mean, there was just a lot of fools acting a fool, and but it was there was a lot of love there, too. You know, overall, it was a fucking, fucking great night. Um, I love spending this, this time with my son. Um, it, it was, it was a good moment for me. Like I said, I'm glad he's getting older and I can start doing more things like this with him. Um, hopefully I see many more concerts in our future together, you know. Um, I did post up some... A little video of the show uh, up on Facebook and the Instagram page and and the IGTV, even though I don't, they don't know how that works. It always cuts off the video in a weird way for some reason. But, um, yeah, go check that out. Uh, Real Big Fish. Cool band. A lot, a lot of fun. Had a great night. Dork Stuff. All right, Dork Stuff. So I want to talk a little bit about toys and collecting. I want to say that I've always been a collector in some sort of way. Even when I was young, thinking back, I think I think I felt more of a collector. Um, 
So growing up was kind of an awkward for me. I do have two sisters and a brother, but I always say I grew up as an as an only child. So let me explain. My folks split up when I was around one or two. My dad remarried, had two girls. Those are my sisters, two half-sisters. My mom remarried. We moved from California to, to Texas, right? So my dad's in, in California, we're in Texas. So I really didn't grow up with my sisters, you know. I'd see them in the summer when I'd fly out to see my dad, um, which is another crazy thing. Fuck, you know, I remember flying by myself, right? And I was like five and six years old. And I guess times were, were just different back then, I guess. Shit, my son's 15 and I'm over here freaking out about him flying to New York. Um, he's going to New York in a couple of months. Uh, the high school band, they're, they have a band, a band trip. They're going to New York City for spring break. So I'm fucking jealous. I want to go too. Uh, uh, Dario, if you're listening, give me some pointers where can this, this dude go and, and have a good time. But, so, my stepfather at the time, uh, he, he was shooting blank. So, my mom never had a kid with him. Uh, and then when I was about 11 or 12, they split up. I don't want to get into that story. Um, and that's when... That's when things got real rough for us. But my mom remarried again and then had my brother when I was about 15. So so me, I always say I was an only child until about 15. Um, and by that time, it didn't matter. I was, you know, I'm going to school, playing football, uh, working, making my own money and doing whatever I wanted. Damn, did y'all hear that? My dog's acting a fool. I got I got two dogs and they like to sit up in my uh, my oldest's bedroom. His bedroom faces the front of the house, and they like to look out the window. So if there's anybody that walks by the front of the house, or any dogs that walk by, they start going crazy. So that's what that was. So yeah, so growing up as an only child, like I like to say, um, we didn't have a a lot, but my mom would always spoil me with toys. I mean. Um, uh, I had Atari, I had Star Wars, He-Man, Transformers, Thundercats. My favorite was RoboForce back in the day. I mean, she made sure that I was good. I mean, my family, we're not really touchy-feely, um, you know, let's hug it out type of people. My mom showed her love by, by buying me stuff. And what's funny is my dad, even though he's in California, is pretty much the same way. He's not a real emotional guy either. You know, his way of showing he cares is that he would send me stuff. You know, I'll never forget when uh, he sent me the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Not just the console, not just the Nintendo. I mean, it was the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. If y'all don't know, y'all don't know. Right, this this was the first system. This came with this little robot guy. You pick up like the little top things and and place them down, and and he's supposed to play a game with you. You know, 
the system came with a game called Gyromite. It was like this this puzzle game where uh, you'd have to open and close doors to try to get out. It was, it, it was a shit for, for back in the day. I mean, I never figured out how to use the robot, but hey, I had that shit. I had the OG shit. So, so like I said, we, we had it pretty rough at times, but my mom, I love her to death. She always made sure I was good. Even when we were at our lowest, you know, there was a point where me and moms, we were living in her cousin's garage, you know, and we we barely had anything, you know, we had to get rid of a lot of stuff, but yet she'd come, she'd, she'd even though we were living in someone's garage, she'd bring me um, a new Nintendo game or something. She always had something for me. And I don't want to bore you with all my sob stories about living in a garage, but even even as I say that, even at that, uh, I say I was a collector. So, no, don't get me wrong. I used to play with my toys. But for me, it was more about just having the toys. Um, even back then, you could say it was more about the hunt, in a way. You remember back in the day, the, the toys, you know, on the back of the packaging, it would show all the other figures that from that series or whatever. It's kind of like a checklist. You should use it as a checklist. You know, I'd look and be like, oh, I need that one. And then I need that one. You know, sometimes my mom would pick me up from school. Sometimes she'd pick me up early. And she'd show up with a new He-Man or new whatever. And I'd be like, damn, that's dope. Mom's the bomb, you know. So, again, there were times uh, we had to get rid of everything. I had to get rid of all my stuff growing up. Um, but I had different stuff all the time. I think maybe that's why I collect the way I do. So fast forward to today, when I find something that catches my eye or brings me back to those feelings of being a kid again, that's like all I can focus on. So a uh, few shows back, uh, I talked about how I hate the new Funko figures. The ones that look like the He-Man figures, I hate those with the passion. Um, you know, it's just a ripoff, right? I went off and said, you know, if you want to collect He-Man, collect He-Man, right? And and by me saying all that, I, I decided to start getting some He-Man figures. I went from that point, I had zero He-Man figures. And right now I have over 40 pieces. I mean, <laughs> and then now what happens, you know, I'm sitting here. I'm in my little office right now. I'm looking at these He-Man figures and thinking like, what the fuck? Um, why do I need all these, you know? And then, you know, that's where I'm at right now. You know, I'm still looking for some of the harder pieces to find. And then at the same time, I'm fighting with myself, trying to decide to keep them or sell them. You know, before this was uh, Walking Dead. You know, I had almost every Walking Dead figure there was. And then I'm looking at all these fucking figures and I got disgusted with myself and I said, why do I need all these? You know, I started selling them off. And But it's like whatever I'm in the mood for, I'll switch gears. What I'm scared of though is these damn Mezco Popeyes I got. You know, they're just so fucking awesome. Um, you know, picking up some $15 McFarland figs, that's one thing, but 
dropping 80 plus bucks for each Mezco. <sighs> Man, you know, I fell in love with these figures and I want more, but I'm really, really trying to hold myself back. You know, that's another reason why I haven't dove into Hot Toys yet. I mean, that Hot Toys are dangerous, you know, we're 250 plus for each figure. My wife would kill me. She'd kill me. You know, I don't want to start buying all these damn hot toys and then just have them sitting in 20 totes in the garage. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Rich. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do have a couple 1-6 scale figures uh, from 3-0. I have a Walking Dead Rick and, and Negan. I like them. I like them a lot. Uh, but at the same time, they... They feel like a Barbie doll to me. So I wanted to compare them to a Hot Toy just to see if Hot Toys are the real deal. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And what I took so long to get to is is my dork dad question for this for this episode. You know, I said, uh, does size matter? You know, what figures do you guys collect? You know, you got... You got the three and a quarter inch. You got GI Joes, right? You got six inch, uh, five inch, uh, twelve inch, seven inch, uh, fourteen inch. You got one six scale. You got one four scale. Eighteen inch. What? What is the best size for you personally? Uh, that's what I. That's what I wanted to know. So let, let let's see what you guys had to say. All right, let's see on Facebook. We got Jesse, um, and he's actually a the Darth Dad on Instagram. Uh, if you're not if you're not following that guy, you need to follow that guy. Um, he says, "I like I would like three three and a quarter inch, uh, but lack of art- articulation kills it. He prefers the six inch. It's a good mix of size and articulation, especially the SH figs." And he should know because he got a couple of figs for me. Um, I I gave him a uh, what should I call Captain Phasma and a Kylo from uh, from SH Figures. But yeah, you need to check this guy out, Jesse. Uh, he is a the Darth Dad on Instagram. He does toy photography. He's he's pretty damn good in my book. Better than me. Yeah, but who isn't better than me? Let's see, let's bounce over to Instagram. Collecting Weekly. Collecting Weekly is another podcast here in, uh, based out of here in San Antonio. Um, those are a bunch of cool dudes. They really get down and dirty. Uh, and the toy, toy figs. Um, but I know their deal is 1-6 scale. So they're saying 1-6 um, scale! Exclamation point. Details and paint apps are amazing on Hot Toys. Articulation is usually great and the size is perfect for display so I, I agree um, I think one six scale are great um, but like they pointed out right there perfect for display one thing for me I think as much as I like one six you know I only have two but um, to me they're just posable statues uh, you can pose them, yes, but 
to me, that's all they are. They're just, you pose them and you leave them and that's it. So that's how I feel about that. Let's see the Geek Out Show on Instagram. Says their favorite size fig would be 112 or better known as 6 inch. I feel the 6 inch are, are the best. They're the best of both worlds. 3 and 3 quarters too small. Sometimes you can't make out the details or the paint is lacking. 1 6 or 12 inch figs uh, like Hot Toys are amazing on scope and paint but lacking in articulation. So he's saying they lack in articulation. Um, so there's that. And then we have Rich from the RLU. Gives us a big breakdown. It says 118 scale. Specifically G.I. Joe's. Average Joe's. Okay. Uh, 112 scale. Imports. These are for the serious collector. The toy photographers. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, 116 scale. Legends or Black Series. Average toy collectors. From men in the box. To displayer. To toy photographers. I agree also. 110 scale. He says RC car collectors. Okay. Uh, I think I put 110 scale because I think that's what the Kodo Pukias are. 110, I believe. Um, 16 scale. Uh, med level to premium collector. Will adjust poses seasonally for display purposes. So it's again, Rich. Uh, agrees that one six scale are for display purposes only. Um, and he says one four scale premium collectors will pose once out of the box by included instruction pamphlet and display permanently. So again, a big posable statue. That's the way I feel about one one six and higher. I really like them because they're big and and cool, but they're just to me they're posable statues. So thanks guys for that feedback. And then, you know, I'm sure like a lot of you guys out there, um, you guys are probably part of a few toy collecting Facebook groups. Um, you know, I'm in a few of them, and. And I've been seeing these dudes post up these pictures of these 14-inch Migos uh, by the case. Uh, I think Target has them. Um, like, they're showing, they're showing off baskets with fucking, like, five or six boxes in them. And I'm like, uh, why? Uh, it's because the those 14-inch figs, I know they have, like, 7-inch, too, which is garbage also, but... These 14 inch um, are supposedly limited to eight, only 8,000 figs. Uh, 8,000 is still a lot. It's a lot of garbage. Um, maybe they think they'll be worth something later. I don't get it. To me, these are trash. Um, what do you guys think? Got Alfred on Facebook from, uh, from Comic Book Characters Podcast. He says he's not a fan. Go back to Jesse again, the Darth Dad. He says, not my thing, but seemed like the collectible, uh, something you'd leave in the package. 
and another local I get my comics from, Mr. Chris Rizzo, says they're just trying to capitalize on the nostalgia, and they are lame in his opinion. I agree, man. I agree. Let's see. Back to Instagram. Asking about the Migos. Black Hole Comics says they're Trizash. <laughs> you got a Vegetable Tube says dolls. Very nostalgic. Good memories. Okay, buddy. Uh, Mr. Scott Kruger from the RLU says, nope, he doesn't collect them. And I got Mr. Dr. Nevermore. He says, nah, no real photographic value. I would buy them for the clothes if they were 12 inch, but they're just too big. Um, who came up with that scale? He says, you know, I agree. You know, you know, we talked about toy photography, uh, displaying, posing. I don't, I don't think they're meant for any of that. These dolls are so awkward looking. And if you've seen them out of the box, they look ridiculous. Um, the clothes don't really fit right. They have this long ass neck. They're just so freaking weird. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's kind of like how us, we, I say we feel about the eighties and nineties toys right now. Maybe these were made for these older dorks in their seventies or something. Maybe that, that, that's what brings back the feels for them. But me personally, I don't get it. I don't like them. I think they're dumb, but like I said, people are buying them by the case. I don't get it. Um, come on, Miko. Uh, Hey, but you know what? <laughs> Speaking of Migo, there is one thing. Uh, I know y'all collectors out there. There's one thing from Migo that I am looking for. I want to say it's nine, from 1978. Uh, if anybody has one, let me know. But I'm looking for a 2XL. Uh, not a shirt. Uh, 2XL. Uh, it was like this green. It's like a greenish a uh, robot I think it was kind of a sort of a game or like a trivia thing um you pop in these eight track cassettes and it has that each tape has like either a story or it's got like uh general knowledge questions sports questions and it has these buttons and you answer and it's just I want one I used to have one as a, as a kid um, I got another one maybe 10 years ago and I sold it and now I want one again. Um, so 2XL, 8 tracks, Green Robot, anybody, let me know. Let's see. I think, I think that's, we're going to wrap this one up, but before I go. Before we go. Again, you guys know I've been trying to get a little more structured. I've been trying for 13 episodes already. Um, but, you know, got the new intro. Um, got these new little uh, segment cues, um, if you notice in this one. And, you know, since this, this is the Dork Dad podcast, what if I ended each show with a dad joke? I don't know. I know they're corny, they're dumb, but that's what makes them fun, right? So let me know what you guys think. And always remember to, 
you know, like, follow, subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts if you're on Android. Uh, and here recently, uh, you can find the Dork Dad Podcast on Spotify. And there's a new Bullhorn app. Uh, you can find me on there too. So, here we go. <laughs> when is Joker not planning trouble? When he's riding his Harley. Thank you, and I'll see y'all later. You've been listening to the Dork Dad Podcast. Please remember to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, keep it dorky.